don't think you have to say it every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it every time. After dark, Jules here, Chev here. A challenger approaches. We've got Oak on the cast too. This is a a two for one recording night for us. We just recorded the normal cast, and now we got the after dark going on. And uh, so Oak, welcome to after dark. We're very happy to have you. Hopefully you'll be on several in the near future. Uh, you will. I'm going to course you. I already have ideas. Um, but um, it's a very exciting After Dark because we have a new set, New Capenna, which you might have already heard us talk about. Any any picks, number of places. Not. We're not quiet about it. Uh, yeah, something. Some, something or something. Um, but we do have this thing that we do when new sets comes out where uh, I've lovely named 3B, 2B, 1B for three brews. Two bros, one broadcast, except today it's 3B, 3B. 1B. <laughs> Maybe 2B, because I guess technically we recorded before this. <laughs> Everything's getting messed up, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you guys know the drill. We uh, we pull up all the commanders. We random number generate a number, which will uh, link the, us to a few of them. And we just talk about uh, different ways that you could potentially yeah. brew these real rapid fire off the cuff stuff. Exactly. Kind of what comes Should to mind just, when you do it. Yeah. Let's get it started, Julian. Get into it? All right. Random number generator. There are uh, 30 low 30s options because we took out the face commanders because they already got a deck they dedicated. Already to made them. decks this is, for those. This is to the underdogs. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to generate a number 27. Ooh. Now comes the math part <laughs> 12, 16. Uh, one, two, uh, I'm seeing Agnes. 20. Yeah, I think, I think you're on it. All right. Agnes, the dragon's lash. One hybrid black red, red, and then hybrid red green, um, which I I love this so much. It does make me upset that the um, it, not upset but sad that in commander that can't be a red card because that is the way it's supposed to be designed. Like that, yes, this could be a completely mono red card. Um, but anyway, it's a four mana three three legendary Viashino warrior um, haste, and whenever a creature you control with haste attacks. Create a tap treasure token. We're going haste tribal. All right. So I have a thought. Anger. First of all, Chev. <laughs> I mean, anger does give everything haste, which is great. Um, I guess we should we should knock that out of the way. Yes, right. you can you play, play all anger. The, the enchantments. Uh, and, no anger. Uh, newly reprinted concordant crossroads. Yep. You can get that and put that in there. That gives everything haste. Uh, Rhythm um, of the wild. Uh, that's the one, right? That's like creature spells mm. can't be countered. That one but is that haste until end of turn. It is. That's oh uh, yeah, because that's, that's what I wanted quiet. to touch on. Yeah, yeah. So like is... haste is such a weird ability because like it really only matters the turn it comes down, which is why we've seen a lot of modern design that's like you don't need that extra keyword cluttering up your card, and so you have to be careful with modern cards that'll be like target creature gains haste until end of turn. Now that doesn't really work as well as you'd want with Agnes because Agnes doesn't care if it came down first turn, third turn, however many turns ago if it has haste. Create a tap treasure token for every creature too. This is this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. So this this gets basically like a rebate on all your creatures, mm -hmm. but it's in the form of treasure. So there's other synergies. But I think something this doesn't have to do with treasure at all. This would just be like, how can we essentially play haste tribal right. uh, to get the benefits? I'm thinking of two keywords: one that's in this set and one that's in cons block. I'm thinking blitz and dash tribal. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Blitz and Dash that, Tribal. That seems like 
I like it. I think so, it's I think it's very thematic. Um, I think it might be a little underpowered because Dash, besides Ragavan, is not known yeah. for its uh, you know be, since you have to replay the creature every turn. I would be all for throwing Ragavan in there. I can't think of one other good Dash creature in Jund. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket powered Turbo Slug. That's got super haste. <laughs> I wish. Yep. And then Blitz, Blitz maybe. Um, I haven't. I don't have as cat as much of a back catalog in my head of all the cards with Blitz. Um, but that is definitely a solid option. The only thing is it sort of runs into that same issue where it's only a haste creature for a turn, essentially. Yeah. And then you sack it, you draw a card. Drawing a card is nice. You play that card with your nice, shiny new treasure, but it's gone. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you, you sack it. I guess you could play things that reanimate or things that recur. Mm-hmm. Um, with dash, it goes back to your hand. So with dash, at least it will always have haste because it'll just come right, back to as your long hand. as you keep and paying theoretically. For it. <laughs> so theoretically, right? You, if you have like um, Heartstone, I think is the one that's like activated abilities cost one mm-hmm. less or whatever. Oh, okay. And if you get the the treasure, if you can like play dash, essentially like you're paying for them every time, right? You play it for a reduced cost and then you get a treasure mm. or maybe multiple treasures. If you have something that doubles that sort of thing, Jolene, yeah. my queen. Um, so you can basically always pay for the dash. The thing is you never actually have any board presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, ah, uh, but I guess you could play like, right. You can make it work. Tremors. Like you, you can force it. Uh, if you really try. <laughs> yeah. I think I have to force this now because the ideas are just flowing. But like, you know, if you play Impact Tremors and Perforos, like it's janky. It's janky. Right. Yeah, it's it's still only going to be like a five or a six, but it's cooler so, than just being like I'm playing good Jund cards, and every now and then I'll make a treasure because. So moving on from from that, um, I think one card that uh, well. I'm thinking a lot of the enchantments that just give everything haste. Like, you can run a couple of those. It'd be pretty good. Just turn all of your creatures into some extra stuff. What I really like is a lot of those token generator cards. I'm thinking specifically, Oak, like, um, doesn't doesn't everyone's favorite Feldon give creature tokens haste when they enter yeah, the battlefield? it does. So it does. that is, the like, something copies. you can continuously be pulling in with those haste triggers. I'm thinking, like, Sneak Attack. I'm thinking, like, uh, New Perforos where you can just drop these cards and then you get the sacrifice energy if you want that because you're you're running treasures too. If you have a couple cards that care about things leaving the battlefield, this will be great. Um, but even without that, I'm thinking like uh, Julian tried out Jolene last week if you want to kind of lean towards those treasure angle because if you're making all of these, well, one, Jolene can just run in this deck. Um, two, if you're making a treasure for every creature that's attacking and you have a big enough presence, you, you can just turn it into a treasure deck like very easily. So... I, I like where you're going with that, Chev, and I want to take it one step further. I think, for the most part, the creatures you run in this deck don't have to have haste on their own. Uh, mm. I think having a bunch of global enchantments that give them haste, specifically yeah. like New Perforos, like, I don't know, Hammer of Perforos, Fervor, are good. But also, you got to take it one step further, and I'm glad you guys brought me on specifically for this cast, because this is right up my alley. Um, multiple combat step spells tend to have the text... Ooh. When you untap all the creatures to get a second combat phase, it also gives all of them haste. So, oh god. <laughs> um, so I think that would be pretty sweet. Where if you have like a triggered ability on uh, attack that like draws you some cards, you attack with all your creatures, which definitely have haste because you have these global enchantments, and mm-hmm. you know 
your multiple combat step spells. Um, draw some more cards. You have a bunch of treasures to play those new cards. Uh, you could definitely throw some just like straight up artifact synergy in there as well. Uh, of yeah. course, like this is still the colors of Reckless Fire Weaver. You've got that win con. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Reckless Fire Weaver, baby. That's like my favorite card. Yeah. But I think stereotypical as it is, I would take this towards multiple combat steps. Just as many treasures. Something interesting to do with multiple combats. I mean, I'm saying that because I'm not playing against it, but it it does have some interesting sort of elements that you don't normally see. Yeah. Yeah. And in in a more interesting line of oh, how can we just make more treasures? uh, Play put a little Wolfgar in there. Yes. Get double triggers. That's double treasures right there. If you want to do the uh, the extra combat stuff. Unfortunately, Ishin doesn't fit in, but. You know, <laughs> can't have everything nice in this in the world. Yeah. So actually, Oakley, true. I think Rhythm of the Wild. I was just looking at the the text. Um, I think Riot grants haste permanently. Really? Because uh, the the reminder text: non-token creatures you control have Riot. They enter the battlefield with your choice of a one-one counter or haste. Not haste until end of turn. Huh. So that's just beautiful because with that, if it works the way we think it does then even after the enchantment is removed, the creatures still have haste. So y- you still get that benefit, unlike with like Fires of Yavimaya, where once that's gone, technically your creatures will no longer have haste. That's interesting. But, yeah. That, that's, that's some brutal so funny. stuff. I totally, yeah. That's I like totally they, they came like... up with the idea of Riot, and then they then they came up with this, and it's like, all right, well, now we kind of Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so crazy. Work. And Rhythm I... of the Wild is already not a cheap card because it is yeah. so powerful. Yeah. I think it's like four or no. five bucks. Luckily, it was just reprinted. Yeah. Mm, Any sure. last thoughts for uh, Agnes, the Dragon's Lash? I think we've covered everything from Dash Tribal to oh. uh, Treasure Synergies. He's a warrior, so <laughs> yeah, I gotta warrior say... tribal? I don't know. Vichino tribal? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. 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 yeah you, could do, you could do like Lizard. <laughs> oh, lizard tribal. Magda would Stop. probably be good oh. in, in the Magda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five um, creatures, then you're tutoring two. up an artsy-fartsy or a dragon. Yep. Dragons. Dragon. A lot of them have haste. Vichinos are dragons. Full sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Kind of. <laughs> Alright, I'm out of thoughts. <laughs> oh. Alright. Alright. Let's uh let's get there as much of uh dragons oakley as uh new capenna cephalids are cephalids. That didn't make any sense whatsoever. Nope. So the cephalids <laughs> went through a major redesign on this plane. They look nothing like the weird octopus creatures of Dominaria. So they've been given, like, humanoid just with, like, fish gills. Mm-hmm. Gnarly. All right, Give lads. us a number, Julian. The number is five. Five. Fabian. Boss's Confidant. Six mana. Um, this is the replacement commander of the Cabaretti Precon. Three red, green, white for a three, six. Creature tokens you control have haste. Uh, and then Parlay. At the beginning of combat on your turn, each player reveals the top card of their library. For each land card revealed this way, you create a 1-1 green and white citizen creature token. Then, creatures you control get plus 1 plus 1 until end of turn for each non-land card revealed this way. Then each player draws a card. Alright, so what are we thinking of the um, therapist cat (laughs) of um, Jetmir? I haven't seen a card with Parlay in forever, I feel like. That's a crazy... Well, yeah, I think Parlay was only in that first um, Conspiracy set, and then yeah. it hasn't really been seen since. There is... 
Including Fabian, there are six cards that have the <laughs> keyword. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, yeah, they were all in the uh, they were all in the OG conspiracy. Oh, they, it looks like they're actually reprinting Selvala Explorer Returned, yeah. oh. the original Selvala, in in the deck that has okay. Fabian, and mm-hmm. the, in that the Naya precon deck. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. So something. Uh, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Julian. I was gonna say I, I like that they're print and parlay. I I think that's a really cool mechanic, and it's like. It's like pseudo political, but it's not right because everyone draws like, a card. Controversial. Like it's, it's, you, you do get some benefit. Yeah. Um, yep. Including you. I just you. wish that she wasn't yeah. six mana. Yeah. Right. The six mana. Like, the six just... mana makes it rough because you're you're waiting that long, and then I think in this deck, Fabian um, probably fits into a lot of shells that are doing going wide because those are going to use creature tokens. Creature tokens you control off haste isn't. Um, it is a very good thing, but to have that waiting until you have six mana is a little bit difficult. Um, I'm thinking you really have to kind of put your your pedal to the metal and run every effect that can give trample as possible. Because while I like the idea, you, you've got four people, right? And so uh, on average, um, let's say that a land card is, is one third of the deck um, and then non-land is going to be... Um, for each non-land, plus one, plus one. So let's say like you're getting one creature and things are getting plus three, plus three every turn, um, ish. So you, you need trample. Like that, that plus three, plus three is within the realm that we get from overrun and those that can end the game if you have a large creature token presence. But this is creating one token per turn. So you probably need the parallel lives, the anointed procession, those expensive enchantments that are going to kind of do it. Or, you know, you're just running Scoot Swarm, all the classic ones. Um, hopefully that haste is enough. It's just, it's, I think you have to consider Fabian kind of like Jetmir, where you're doing it for the the uh, the bonus to creature power and toughness, which means then you need to supplement with Trample. Hmm. Uh, I see this as a very just like, I mean, I see the word parlay instantly think group hug because of old Silvala. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see this, her, her first ability as a way to sort of like surprise attack people. It's like, all right, I'm on your team, and then all of a sudden, like, mm-hmm. so um, I agree with the trample bit. Uh, I think to make this deck a bit, or to make a deck about uh, revolving around Fabian being a little more interesting, I would try to run all of like specifically the big creature token generators. So like, yeah. um, there's like there's one that's like an enchantment you can put on a land, and you tap the land, and it makes like a five five beast or something like that. Oh yeah, like, like that. God, yeah, gotta. Yeah. Rep for my man Godsire, who just happens to be yep. in the same colors as Naya, uh, Vigilance, 8-8, tap him to make an 8-8 beast. <laughs> um, yep. And then, yeah, I guess besides that, maybe maybe just a bunch of, like, I mean, your green and white are the big group hug uh, colors, and then red's gotta have something. Like, I don't know, like, the the card that, like, gives one of your permanents to an opponent. Like they, yeah, red uh, red kind of goes uh, wide dude. the biggest. You've got the, like, 1-1 goblins, and you've got things that yeah. exile at end of turn. I'm not sure how big some of these things are um but it would be interesting to kind of figure it out uh, i do think of like uvara hellkite which makes six six dragons true. and true that's uh, lifeless which does something similar but um i guess the the ability to like pump all your creatures plus one plus one as opposed to like pump one guy plus five plus five or whatever yeah. is conducive to a go wide strategy a bit more. i mean maybe, so maybe you can do something with the fact that like you know i i think I think maybe you can do something with like knowing you'll probably get a four four off of this every turn with haste. 
But even mm. that, like, by turn six, I think you really need the other pieces there for it to be kind of worthwhile. Mm -hmm. I, uh... I like oak. I like your idea about the big the big creature tokens. I was actually thinking that kind of as well. I was like, oh well, if you wanted to like, you know, if you wanted to do something different, huge. Right? Yeah. just like I just want the biggest. I don't I don't want a bunch of creature want tokens. I just want the ones. biggest yeah. ones. Mm -hmm. now, another thing I was thinking was, um, what if you did citizen tribal? <laughs> uh, because there's actually thirty two there's actually thirty two cards in the history of Magic that reference uh, citizens, even like some like old ones. Um, and what if we just did like citizen tribal and we just like played coat of arms and we were just like, God, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Cause like you, you do know that on average Fabian is going to be making a, a creature at least every turn. Um, so you can use probably it. Two. Yeah, probably two. I'd say two. Yep. Um, See, the one well, thing I don't I, I like don't about, about that, that is, yeah. is that you kind of lose like, like you want to be running like March of the multitudes and like secure the waste in this. And those just aren't citizens, uh, unfortunately, yeah. you know? If it was just like warriors or knights instead, but I mean, obviously that's not on the on theme mm -hmm. of the set, but it's a shame yeah. <laughs> that it's not. So I, I, I don't maybe know. something. Um, I'm seeing. I'm looking at our our list of legendary creatures, and I think it we we need to talk about Bess Soul Nourisher, which seems like they're in the same precon, so they're clearly meant to be played together. But Bess Soul Nourisher is a three mana one one. Um, whenever one or more other creatures with base power and toughness 1-1 one, one, enter the battlefield under your control, put a 1-1 one, one counter on best soul nourisher. Okay. And I think for this card I read, they had to specifically define what base power and toughness meant. Um, because this is referring to, right, like if a 1-1 one, one token comes down but gets plus 3, plus 3 until end of turn, its base power and toughness is 1. Anyway, the second ability of Bess is whenever Bess attacks, each other creature you control with base power and toughness 1-1 one, one gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of 1-1 one, one counters on Bess. And so something like that, where you're doubling the gains from Fabian, but it, again, we're, we're really stretching to try and see like what is the optimal way to kind of play this slow token generator with an overrun kind of attached to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think Fabian is just one of the the worst naya token go wide yeah. pump strategies like i mean we already have jetmir who's just like really freaking good yeah. honestly it's the overrun without the, of yeah others. so i think i think in slower metas or if you're just if you're in like a 5 6 meta um or you're just starting out in commander fabian i think will be great because it does a lot of the things that you're interested in it kind of plays these games with opponents so there's more to it than just kind of each person in their own but i think when you try to level it up there are better Naya commanders for doing what you want to do. Yep. Maybe budget magic, something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. that way this card's going to be expensive. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this card's going to be about 99 Coming cents. soon. It was Chishiro and Hamza's time, and now it's Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just put the two just together. Smack just them together. Put those two decks together and just put Fabian in front. All right. Do we have any, any last words for, for Fabian? Um, any last words? No. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like anything you can do to kind of change the tokens would be the last thought like uh you have Ginny Fay, the new card from the set that like when we put down these one ones we could instead be putting down two two green cats with haste or three one dogs with vigilance and so you could get a board of like three one vidges with plus plus x plus x given to stuff um think the thing is i just want to run those in the 99 of a jet yeah. deck mm -hmm. yeah it's i you i'm know. trying to think of in what ways this is better. Maybe the group hug, like like Oak said, where it feels more innocuous because everyone gets to draw a card on your turn, so they might be more 
remiss to get rid of it. Uh, unfortunately, in our meta, something that's that big and six mana is likely <clears throat> to just get <laughs> beamed um, on that alone. Uh, I yeah. think the, the face commander is probably more interesting. Uh, Kit Kanto, four mana, three, three, ETB, create a one, one. And then at the beginning of combat on each other, on each player's turn, you can tap two untapped creatures you control when you do target creature that player controls. Gets plus two, plus two, and gains trample until end of turn. Goat it. Um, it's in red, so... Stop <laughs> goading. But I don't know. I think I think if you're buying the pre-con, um, run Jetmir, run Kit Kanto. I think you'd have to try to make Fabian work. Um, I'm sure someone will, but yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. All right, final All right. one of the night. Let's get a new number. No, we got time, bro. It's only, we're only 20 minutes in. It's three brews. We already changed the name for an, another boy. <laughs> yeah, except the last time we did this, we did like a bunch of cards because a bunch of the cards in Kamigawa suck. <laughs> um, it was more difficult. Well, I think the problem with Kamigawa is so many of them were very linear. Like, I think there's still some yeah. elements of that here. We are, we're trying different things. We're getting lucky with our, our random numbers. But with Kamigawa, when we went through it, it was like, well, you're doing this with 1-1 one, one counters. Like, that's that's it. But uh, what do we got? Uh, well, we actually uh, we we rolled a four. We 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 decreased by one. <laughs> so what what's number four? Parnes the subtle brush, five mana four four. Whenever you or a permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless that player pays four life. Okay, so it's giving all your permanents and you ward for life. Uh, it hmm. probably has to be worded that way because it's adding you as a player, um, and then. Whenever you copy a spell, up to one target opponent may also copy that spell. They may choose new targets for that copy. That is, I don't know confusing. about this. Yeah, that is very right. confusing. So, so, <laughs> so it, it, it's basically like I'm, I'm assuming you're trying to play this political game of, yeah, um, your opponent can copy the spell you're casting, um, but they're not mm. going to target you because they have to pay for life for it. I guess. Right. Um, theoretically. theoretically, I think. Four life seems light. Like, if yeah. you're playing a removal spell and someone else can be like, actually, I'm just going to ding your biggest thing, uh, I would take that four life any day. Like, we play Feed yeah. the Swarm, we play um, Snuff Out. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it turns everything yeah. into Snuff Out. So, yes, you probably have to worry about life, but it <clears throat> also puts the white deck at a very unfair <laughs> advantage. <laughs> the thing for me is, once again, she costs two and Grixis. So, you're playing Grixis, mm -hmm. right? You're in red blue you're in the colors of copying so you can play copy sl slash clone dot deck or whatever or no you know crazy copies yeah. with like rouse eric and stuff but th it's just a five mana four four really um and yeah like i mean i think that just once she comes down, if people are like, oh, I can't target anything unless I pay four, all right, I'm just going to pay four, kill yeah. her, <laughs> and then now it's open season. Yep. And I like the political aspect of like, oh, I'm copying something, you can copy something. Um, I guess maybe the best the best way to use this would be, as much as we talk shit about the card, things like Volcanic yeah, Offering. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah, that. The card already <laughs> says like, it can't target something you control. Mm -hmm. Like you have to put that yeah. onus on the other thing, mm -hmm. but it's also it's also a may. No, wait, it's no, not the thing it's not is, target opponent copies the spell. They can choose not to, I guess. So you could have no one want to copy. They your may. Spell. Right. No one might want to. But now I'm thinking though. The other thing is, if they copy it, it says they may choose new targets. 
since they now control that spell that that copy they can target yeah stuff, actually of that probably like, in the case of volcanic offering yeah 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 so i guess not like that doesn't even maybe work. maybe you have to basically accept parnes for the second ability you're hoping people do dumb stuff um i i think my my problem with this card is i don't like relying on my opponents to do things um for me to mm, kind of excel mm -hmm. my game plan and to be interesting because it, it, it's not like those cards we've seen also where uh, Demonstrate, I think, is the ability from the Strixhaven Commander decks where it's like, yeah, an opponent can copy this, but you get an additional copy <coughs> for their copy. So it's like there's a benefit yeah. to you for their copying. Um, I think you'd have to play this with a bunch of those like really cheap rares that give you Hexproof. <laughs> I'm thinking like Witchbane Orb, I think it's the name of it. There's one in Origins too where it's like you're adding other things to the game besides yeah. Ward for Life. Um, that are going to make you less of a target. You know what they could have done for this that I, I almost was about to say, and then I read the card again, and of course, reading comprehension kicks mm -hmm. in, and I'm like, no, they can't do that. Um, instead of saying, whenever you copy a spell up to one target opponent, if they had said up to one other, or up to one target player besides you, or up to one other target player, this would be a sick two-headed giant Ooh, command. Yeah. Hmm. Probably right? broken, like if, but if, I'm yeah. playing, if, if I got to double all I mean, my <laughs> instants and sorceries, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. I, I get I what mean, you mean. Maybe. But yeah, like if if some Oaks playing just like good old Mardu beatdown mm -hmm. or whatever, and I'm playing Grixis, like all the control, and then whenever I cast any instant or, and copy anything, he also gets the copy. So now all of a sudden we're getting like a three for one, yeah, or, oh, you know, yep. six for one if we're playing something, yep. you know. But, Alas. Eh. Wait for the uncard. Target opponent becomes teammate until end of turn. <laughs> or the yeah. the opposite of the that. Thing, the, thing for me, the thing for me, like for Parnes and Fabine, they're both cool cards. They do cool things. I want them in the 99. Mm -hmm. I do not want these as my commanders, really. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't they think come in the 99. So. To... <laughs> right. But theoretically, you can right. run them. But I don't know. It's hard to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, I, I think we've earned another brew. I think I think we can yeah. we can stretch it. We I, could probably do one yeah. more. I don't want to end on Parnes. Yeah. Yep. Me either. No. Wait, didn't we? Didn't I already get this number? You can call this four three two four <laughs> four three brews three. I'm gonna call it the same thing. I mean, I'm just gonna call it the same <laughs> thing. But wait, didn't we already get twenty twenty seven? We did get twenty seven. Twenty seven is Agnes. Oh my god! What Damn, what are the odds? <laughs> One in thirty-three. Um, Just shut up. <laughs> all right. Well, speak. Speaking of thirty-three, we got thirty-three. Oh. Okay. Zia the Incinerator. Oh. Um, this is the the Jund head of the family. Uh, three and Jund for a six-six demon dragon flying. And at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do, Zia the Incinerator deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target. And you create three treasure tokens. Um, Act of Treason Tribal. <laughs> like, I, I think I think that's the way you do this. Mm. I, that's what's making the most sense to me. Because it is at the beginning of your end step. Uh, you control these creatures until the end of turn. So they should still be in your control. Because, like, three treasures isn't nothing. And dealing that damage is great. But having a fling on your commander, I think you've got to be running the Act of Treason effects. And insert... Um, all like your other sacrifice, like Goblin Bombardment, like the other ones that can benefit uh, if you were to cast Insurrection and just wipe the board after you've done your, your dirty work. 
Uh, but I really like this to like goat napping <laughs> that Modern Horizons one card. Um, the MDFC, like you can do, your opponents will hate you. No one will want to play with you because all you're doing is taking their stuff, hitting them with it, and sacking it for treasure. Um, <laughs> but I think that that yeah. personally would be a very fun strategy. Yeah. I, like like you said, Chev, Active Treason Tribal, this card seems to me just like another version of... Um, Oh dear! Uh, I had his name a second ago. Is it a ago. giant? Giant? That yeah, the giant, stuff. the WrestleMania guy. You know the. Um... Is it Brian oh, Stout? Uh, Brian yeah. Stout. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same sort of thing. You want to do that? You want to run like Malignus, which just has a high power and toughness, no keywords. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that I, I feel like actually though, white having white is better because in white you can run like Sarah Avatar, in cards that just have a stupid right. amount of power yeah. and toughness to like instantly murder people, but. But um, in, in, in these colors, though, you get all of the, the stuff that Rakdos has been pushing recently, which is like whenever you sacrifice permanent, do X. True. And something that I think is incredibly wild with this is Riveteer's Ascendancy. The new Ascendancy, the Jund one, mm. enchantment. Whenever you sacrifice a creature, you may return target creature card with lesser mana value from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Do this only once per turn. You get that with something like, what, Zealous Conscripts? Right? Yeah. Where like... Then you can take, oh, okay, that's ETB, so you would take the creature for that turn, and that wouldn't be as fun. Um, <laughs> but you you can essentially use Act of Treason to get back your entire board after board wipes, just yeah. like one card at a time. But like something like that where you're sacrificing other people's permanence, I think is going to be the way this, this kind of goes. Corvold in the 99, because all those are broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this guy could just be like, not as good Corvold. You could play just like that that sack mm -hmm. deck, and it gives you the treasures which you sacrifice. Um, Oak, you were saying that like yeah, definitely for Brian Stoutarm, you get those things that are like this is equal to the number of creatures yeah. you control, or like this is equal to your life total. But in this, even though you know you can still play things that are like have like even if you're not stealing your opponent's creatures, you can play things that are like the like the seven ones for four mana or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Or like but, Pyrexian um, you Dreadnought. get access to... Ball Lightning. <laughs> yeah. Ball, but, ball um, Lightning, yeah. So, so, actually, I saw this on... Somebody put this on Twitter. I forget who it was. I, I really wish I could shout them out, actually. But they had, like, a, a budget, like, Mardu, basically Ball Lightning deck that was, like... And it was, like, Ravos, Soul Tender and stuff. So that, basically, they just got value off of playing Ball Lightning, like, it sacks and they can get it back or something. Well, this, like you said, at end of turn... Ball lightning sacks at end of turn, so you could get the attack in, and then true. sack it at end of yeah. turn. Yeah. But what I was, what I was, sorry, what I was trying to get to was, yeah, you don't have anything like Sarah's avatar that's like you know a forty forty, but you do get to play all of the red damage doublers and yeah. triplers. Yeah. So yep. you know, if you sack something that's got seven power, you could easily be doing, you know, what's a multiple of seven? Uh, twenty eight damage or something. <laughs> How about twenty one? Bigger commander. Yeah, twenty. Damage. You could do yeah, yeah twenty one. <laughs> Well, if you double it and then double it, right? Yeah. Double it to 14, double it to 28, yeah. So uh, I, I think the other thing, too, about this set, and particularly with Zia Tora, um, how, how fast was it before Academy Manufacturer kind of got broke? <laughs> uh, it was broke as soon as they previewed That's that card. That's true. That card Making was broke. three clues and three foods um, yeah. on, on everything, too. Reckless yeah. Fire Weaver in there, as well, is going to be something that you want. Yeah. Um, I didn't didn't Eric have a crash deck for a little bit? Crash seems like it'd be pretty good for this. Crash. Uh, I don't. Whenever remember. another creature dies, put so, X one one counters on it, where X is that creature's power. Yep. 
that's the thing for me, right, is that we've reached a point with Rakdos and uh, more broadly Jund that they've just been pushing, like, Rakdos sacrifice as an archetype and Jund sacrifice as an archetype for, like, for a long time. But, like, really, every time Rakdos has been in standard, it's been... Yeah. Like, any of the standard sets, basically, Rakdos is, oh, this is the sacrifice thing. Plus, we're getting widespread of all sorts of game objects, most notably yep. treasures. Hear me rant about that on our last uh, After Dark and probably many podcasts to come. But um, those clues, foods, we've just hit like the, we are beyond, we're like triple critical mass in terms of like, you can benefiting just off play of whatever Jund, yeah. yeah, whatever Jund and Rakdos cards you want and you can make a serviceable Raksak deck and you can make a really nasty mm. one if you want to play the more expensive and more powerful cards, really. So it kind of gets boring to me when I see cards like these that it's just like, yeah, you're just... You I'm grab, you like right click again. over like, the entire selection and you move it in because this is... I mean, it is, yeah, it's a sack outlet that's going to do big damage as opposed to Corvold that's put a 1-1 counter and draw a card. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, you pick you pick which which giant Jun dragon you want uh, in charge of your, your sacrifice deck. Pretty much. I like this yeah, one like, more. What, what I, I, want to, I want to take all of Julian's things, I want to throw them back at his face, and I want to make money while I do it. <laughs> My first jank combo course, in uh, the history of us playing Magic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing one of Julian's sea creatures yeah. and throwing it at him. Yep. Get squinted. Oh. The worst. Yep. The absolute worst. Um, two two cards real quick I think actually would go super well in a deck with this. Um, I mean, the first thing that came to mind when I saw this guy was just like, mm, Sacrifice, Jund, like Shattergang Brothers, probably works well in a deck. And if not yep. with, you know... Um, him as the commander, then him in the 99 with the Shattergang Rollers. And actually, thinking back to um, our uh, Midnight Hunt drafts, Julian, uh, the recently printed in Midnight Hunt Gisa, or iteration yeah. of Gisa, which is like, whenever an opponent's creatures dies, you get it back, but it has decayed before it yep. dies forever or whatever. So like... That I yeah. guess that that's a good yeah. that's a good instance of having something or having black as opposed to white uh, like Beeb with Brian and then of course uh, Rise of Dark Realms. But I mean that's you know. Yeah, I know that's that's uh that's great. <laughs> I was gonna go in the direction, Mister Orfeo the Boulder, uh, another card from this set. <laughs> Whenever you attack, double target creatures power until end of turn. Mm. Um, so you just got to do that and and swing with something. But no, I think the new Gisa. I think uh, <laughs> Ghoul's Night Out. Uh, both of those are cards I run in Toshiro, uh, but that's like the the everyone besides you rise of the dark realms. Uh, but they yep. come back with decayed, so you know don't waste them in attacks. Use them until you can throw everyone's at their face. Then you don't need to be the one playing white. But um, as long yep. as someone else is, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. There's also, I mean, you're making so many treasures, you can afford to play all these big dumb yeah. seven mana enchantments. There's a necromantic selection, which is basically like when oh, anything yeah. dies, you get it. And it's a zombie, and it also gets, like, counters on it, yep. I think. So, that's just extra triggers to sacrifice and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I like this. I saw the card. I didn't like it as much as I think I do now, realizing that it's Active Trees and Tribal. Um, I think that's <laughs> that's getting my, my dark side jollies kind of going. <laughs> you also it's also a demon dragon so you can just play like demon dragon tribal yeah. too i think i <laughs> i think it's a bit reasons. of a flavor fail though with so Zeator is the head of the riveters um when we see them in the story like the riveters are the the blue collar working for the common man like most <laughs> likely to fight for a union probably um and like Zeator is giving this huge speech about workers rights and that's where vivian meets him 
And then Zeator is just flinging the workers at things and making money for it. So this seems like <laughs> a bit of a a change of pace. It's like you are you can excel, and then you know they get a bunch of um, union busters or whatever, and just like start <laughs> flinging them. They're secretly working for the Cabaretti and the Maestros who want the buildings built. <laughs> Zeator is the big boss that they're all making yeah. unions against. He's just a scapegoat, but he's so strong yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, no one can mess with him. <laughs> no one can bring him out of power. I mean, what, what is it like the embodiment of workers' comp? Like, you know, Riveteer's <laughs> Ascendancy, like they're building the skyscraper. Some people fall off, and then you got to pay him three treasures for it. Yeah. They fall and they land on, someone, on the head. Though. Like, that's and... the direct damage. I think that's <laughs> yeah. it. I think this is workers' comp dot card. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got the, I got the, actually the simplest one, right? They're the Riveters, right? They're, like, doing the, the steel work and stuff. Zeator is just, like, a, you know, a human blowtorch. <laughs> she's just she's just out there just putting stuff together, and she just rose to the top. <laughs> she's the manager. I don't know, man. Yeah, there's some, there's some really cool flavor in this, but there's some things, if you look at them a little bit too long, they start to get pretty sus. <laughs> uh... Oh boy, gents, is there any is there any legendary creature on the list that we did not talk about that you have very strong thoughts about? Just like give me like a, I really like this card and here's how I. So build it. I really like Oscar real uh, Rubbish Reclaimer. It's the the two color one from the Obscura Precon. Uh, five mana, three three. This spell costs one less to cast for each different mana value among cards in your graveyard. And whenever you discard a non land card, you may cast it from your graveyard. I brought this up. Um, on the podcast uh, for Prime Picks. Um, and I just think it's like a really cool idea to have essentially madness outside of um, outside of Red Black. I paused there for a minute because I'm trying to find the... Um, I started working on, on a, a deck for it, but I think maybe I, I got rid of it because I wasn't completely happy yet. Uh, but anyway, I really like playing this with a little bit of discard tribal um and i mean there, there's madness in blue black too uh madness was a sub theme in modern mm. horizons we got another bunch of cool ways to do it but i'm also thinking like play a bunch of wheels um your, your opponents won't like it but it's not like this is a um the card that got banned because it just turns all people's draws into treasures um mm. all breacher. it's not that because like they still get a new hand but you basically get two hands of cards um it, where you get rid of your old one and you can still play those cards because they're discast. This also lets you get around, you know, restrictions on casting, um, all that kind of stuff. You can discard instant speed and then fling it, I think. Um, maybe not, but even even if you can't, I just really like the idea of being able to use those discards in a way that's more interesting than your typical madness commanders that we've seen so far in Rakdos. <laughs> I mean, I do like this is doing Demir stuff. How does this work? So when it says when you can when you discard a non-land card, you may cast it from your graveyard. Is that like madness where you have to do it right then, or can you can you do it later in the I turn? I assume it's right then. Does, it didn't it get just... any rules updates, um, as far as I know, or like specific things. Um, but I, I've been like theory crafting, yeah. and and like I, I would like some specifics on that. But I did think I... it was like madness. Fling it from the side. I w I would imagine it the way it's worded. It seems like madness. It's not like the card gains like. You may right, cast you discarded it, it, so now you get the ability to yeah. cast it, but like you can choose not to, and then it just goes to the graveyard. Yeah. But I think it's right. really cool. I think it 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 has what I look for in like a more techie um, commander because it's mm -hmm. it's a very it's somewhat generic statement that you can kind of take in a bunch of different ways. 
I really like the cost reducer too cool. with him being yeah. a commander. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. <clears throat> Get that delirium yeah, anything that action. Can offset. Yeah. <laughs> anything that can offset commander tax, I uh, I'm automatically looking. I will say, Chip, you said Oscar, and I really just thought you said Osgear. Osgear and, and Oscar. Like, that's <laughs> Get back at it. I again. was like, that's not. That's not funny. <laughs> Anything you got, Oak? Any of these things that uh, you really need I like to Herb tell the world about? <laughs> For reasons I discussed yep. on the other pod. Yeah, I, nothing in particular that wasn't uh, just, you know discussed on our Prime Picks pod. I, I'd say so. Uh, go watch that <laughs> if you want to. If you want the DL, true. Not. I do think Herbrask is underrated. I just I don't think he's that great as the commander. I no, think you play I him know. in the ninety nine. I know. Like, absolutely. Basically every you play him in Prosper, like you play a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, true, true. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Oak. Thanks for for walking through these. I'm glad that we got your takes on the Agnes um, deck because you came in with some hot ones. And yeah, this is this is what's coming our way this week. So if you liked what we talked about on one of these one of these commanders, let us know. Or if you got ideas for um, one of the ones that we didn't mention, reach out. Support us on Patreon. Use our affiliate link to buy cards, especially if you're going to buy some of these to maybe make a new deck. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye.